Welcome to the Lioness Queen podcast, where our motto is all about living residue-free, not allowing the residue from a negative event in your life hinder you from moving forward where God is leading and directing you. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, author, divorce coach, and licensed minister, provides motivating messages that will help encourage and empower women to live their best life beyond their past and recognize the worth of their crown. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue-free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back, my Lioness Queens. Today is June 29th, the fifth Thursday in the month of June. Happy June. Happy Thursday. Happy summer. Happy New Year 2023. June is here and June is... (laughs) We're in the last week of June. I cannot believe we are halfway through this year. June is almost over. Where did it go? I pray you are enjoying the weather. I pray you are enjoying time outdoors, just exploring God's beauty. Definitely, this is a time to get all of your vitamin D and bask in God's beauty and presence. It is in this time and experience when you see God even in nature and appreciate the love that he put into the world from the beginning in creation which gives us a perspective of his love for us a perspective that God is still on the throne and still performing miracles signs and wonders again thank you so much for all of your support of the Linus Queen podcast I cannot thank you enough for all of your support please subscribe to this podcast and also our YouTube channel And if you want to find out more information, what's happening with the ministry, you can visit our website, www.iamthelionessqueen.com. Well, all right, we're still in this month of June and we were getting stuck on some streets. We were getting stuck on some streets. And so this week, um, this uh, week's episode is get off of the street of fear get off of the street of fear Well, before we get started, you know how we love doing it on this podcast. We love starting out with a quote or a poem to get our episode started. We love supporting poets' creativity, and we are so honored to do so today. And so today I'm going to read a poem called Fear by Elaine Nicole. So the poem reads, If God is love, how can I fear? I know through trials, he's very near. He gives me dark times every day, but walks beside me all the way. If God is truth, then I must trust. 
believe his promise and know I must hand over all tired despair to the one who is forever there. If God is hope, I know I can depend on his protecting hand. My certainties a broken reed, but his true word my soul will feed. So Father God, please hear my prayer and help me to dispel all despair. And as the days their challenge bring, remind me I should praises sing. Amen, amen, amen. This was powerful. And I must say, this is a street we all have been on, right? Especially when it relates to things that we fear. It is, you know, it is a natural, a natural, a natural emotion, right? That God has given us, you know, he's given us that natural emotion for us to experience, but he doesn't want us to get stuck, right? On the street of fear or you know, the word says, live in a spirit of fear. We should not live in the spirit of fear. And the spirit of fear is connected to how how long you think about that thing that is bothering you, that is worrying you, that is concerning you. The thing, you know, that is really totally consuming your mind. And so the spirit of fear is really a mindset of fear. It is it is what you are focusing on. And I must say this really, this street hit home for me. Um, I have to say, um, because my husband just had a mild stroke and, um, you know, he didn't want to go to the doctor and I'm trying to get him to go to the doctor. And, and, um, and then he started researching what, you know, how we do, we start researching, trying to figure out what's going on and, we self-diagnosing ourselves and and finally i got him to um took him to the er and they found out that um, he did have a level three stroke he had um, two lesions on his brain and so they said for a healthy 54 year old they should not have lesions in their brain and definitely said that his cancer probably came back and moved from his colon to his brain and I mean, it, it, it has been a roller coaster for me renouncing, right? Hearing the word cancer again, it has been a fear of hearing the word cancer again. I'm saying it again because I know I am not the only one. And I, I, I felt like here we go again, like we had gotten to a point and gotten to a place where we were almost, we almost hit the five year mark and we were like, yes, daddy, you are a faithful God. And so my mind has been going on the street based on what is logical, based on what is medical, based on what research says and not based on truth and the truth in God's word and God's promises and God's promises are still yay and amen. And so my question for you, I know recently this hit home for me but have you ever been on that street before where you have experienced something and fear set in but the question is how long did you stay on that street 
<laughs> right? The question is, how long did you stay on the street? When, when you're faced with a situation, right, that seems there is no way out, it seems there are no answers, it seems there's no cure, there seems there's no hope, seems you know nothing can reverse it no matter what things look like in the natural guess what god is able amen and so as i'm speaking this to you i am speaking this to myself that god is able and so you know when you stay on this street right it it wants to it wants to keep you there You know, fear wants to hold you captive. Fear wants to hold you hostage. It wants you to believe more in what's against you than what is for you. It wants you to believe more in the natural realm than the supernatural realm of our father. When you stay on the street of fear, it gets you more into your own monologue that makes you talk in circles. You're not talking clear. You're not speaking the word of God. You're not declaring his goodness. No, you are talking in circles. And it makes you talk to yourself. And and that is not affirming what God says. What God has promised is not affirming what God says about you and your situation. It's not affirming that God is able. And so when you stay on the street of fear, it cripples your faith. And, and, and you, you, when your faith is crippled, you stay stuck in a place that God did not intend for you to stay. So in other words, you stay stuck in standstill traffic on Fear Street that, that gets you more frustrated, gets you more tired, gets you more negative about being in that place, gets you more focused on the traffic and the fear than believing that God is able. Amen. And so the question is, so do you know how to get off of the street of fear? And so there are three ways that that I believe that the Lord can help all of us to get off of the street of fear. But before we get into those, we're going to take a real quick break and hear from our sponsor. And we'll be right back to talk about the three ways to help us defeat the enemy and get off of the street of fear. Do you love music and always wanted to learn how to play an instrument or sing? Check out Waldorf Music Academy, which is Southern Maryland's best music school, teaching students from ages four to adult. Whatever instrument you or your child wish to play, odds are they teach it. Piano, electric and acoustic guitar, drums, bass and voice, and a host of others. For more information, visit www.waldorfmusicacademy.com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, we were about to get into these three things that will help us get off of the street of fear. So the one, the first thing that the Lord really had me to think about is to get unstuck. You have to stop having this mindset that the unknown is greater than your God. 
Say say this to you. Say this out. Say this to yourself. The unknown is not greater than my God. Amen. And so this is the place I believe when fear shifts to just a fear and it shifts to the spirit of fear. Or should I say having a mindset of fear that is when you start you start focusing more on the unknown than what God can do beyond the natural limits. And so when things happen that have never happened to us before, it is easy to allow our mindset to wander into the unknown of what could happen. And unfortunately, our minds are automatically set to believe more in the natural realm than the supernatural realm. It is set in a way because of, you know, unfortunately, Adam's sin to think natural first and believe later. But God wants us to stop having a mindset that the unknown is bigger than our God. Say that to yourself again. The unknown is not bigger than my God. Say it again. The unknown is not bigger than my God. And I will not allow my mind to think that what I'm facing today is bigger than God. Amen. Amen. Number two, once we've stopped focusing more on the unknown, that God wants you to stop. uh, What he wants you to stop doing is believing, trying to believe him and everything else. Right. And you're trying to believe it all together. You can't believe everything all together. He wants you to believe only in him. That's what he told Jarius. Believe only. Jarius received that news. He tried to get to Jesus before they came and said, your daughter's dead. But Jesus told him to believe only. See, we have to understand that when you remove something, you always have to replace it with something. When we remove, you know, like when we do, when you do a diet, right? You always have to replace it with a healthy habit. So, you know, when you stop a bad habit, you have to replace a bad habit with a good habit. And so when you stop focusing on something negative, then you have to focus on something more positive. And God wants you to believe only. Say that to yourself. I'm going to believe only. Say it again. I am going to believe only. And so what you believe is contingent upon the results you see. That blessed me right there. I got to say that again because that blessed myself. You don't understand that this giant that I am seeing today, this giant of cancer, it is causing havoc in our world, in our nation, in our families, in our children, in our loved ones, in our spouses. But guess what? God is able. Guess what? I have to believe. I have to believe beyond what I see. Amen. And so even the word says faith without works is dead. And your faith is all about what you believe. What are you believing today? Where is your faith today? You can't, we cannot think about two things at one time. And we sure can't believe two things at the same time. You have to believe only that God is able I heard my pastor say this the other day and I was like, whoo, I was so profound. And I was like, wow, he, 
he asked us a question. Do you think God is fearful or worried about your situation? And I was like, ooh, ooh, that's heavy, right? Like, is God worried? Is God anxious about what's going on with you? Is he fearful? No. And if God is not fearful, then why are you? Why am I fearful? Why am I living on this street that I don't have to live on? God is God is a God who wants you to believe in him only. But God is believing only on your behalf. Because see, he's already overcome the world for you. When he's already conquered death in the grave for you, you just need to believe only and stand on his word. Stand on the promises of God. We got to stop believing in God and everything else. The two do not go together. Polar opposites. You cannot believe something supernatural and natural at the same time. Amen. So we have to stop believing in God and everything else and believe in him only. Amen. Amen. Number three. Once you stop thinking about the unknown you stop believing in God and everything else. Number three, you need to hold fast to his word. You have to believe in God more than the divorce, more than, you know, the rejection, more than the homelessness, more than the incarceration, more than the cancer, more than lupus, multiple sclerosis, more than the abuse, more then the miscarriage and the infertility, you have to believe that God can do more. God is, God is more. He wants to do more. He wants to manifest himself more in your life. But he also wants you to believe in more. <laughs> oh, that blessed me. Oh, yeah. Say that to yourself. I will believe in more. Ooh, thank you, God. Say it again. I will believe in more. And how do you believe in more? You got to hold on to God's word as if it is true. Hold the truth, which is the word of God. It is his word that has the power and it has the authority to be the change agent. To, to change any situation and work it out for your good. Change any situation and re revive anything dead uh, back to life, uh, back to life. It can change anything to restore whatever the locust and the canker worm has stolen. See, the enemy is a suggester. He's a big fat liar and he is a suggester. So we have to learn how to discipline ourselves discipline our minds to believe more in what God can do for you than what the enemy is suggesting. And so my question is, what is he suggesting to you? I know what he's suggesting to me. He's suggesting to me that cancer is bigger than my God. He's suggesting to me that me and my husband won't have a lot of years. He is suggesting some things to me, but he is a liar. Because I have to hold on to the promises of God. I have to hold on to his word. I have to hold on to Isaiah 53, 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his stripes, 
we are healed. I have to discipline my mind to believe what I need to believe so that I realize that I can handle that giant. David handled that giant as a boy. He, 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 he wasn't a soldier. He was a boy. David handled that giant. Amen. And so we have to stop believing the suggester. We have to stop believing the liar. Because God is able. God is able. And so we have to learn how to program this computer up here to believe more in what God can do for you than what the enemy is suggesting. And when you hear the enemy speaking sideways, you have to be intentional and arrest those thoughts in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to listen to you anymore, devil. There is no truth. There is no proof. Oh, hey, those two rhyme. There is no truth and no proof. Amen. No truth and no proof. I am not believing you and you have no authority because God is able. Amen. You got to flood your mindset with the word. And when you do, you will have that word stored up for those rainy seasons. It'll be stored up when you feel overwhelmed. It'll be stored up when the enemy comes at you like a flood. It'll be stored up when you feel like everything is stacked against you. It will be stored up because you've been holding on to it. God wants you to hold fast to his word. Amen. <laughs> well, okay, okay. All right, daddy. So, okay. So I said there were three, but God just dropped another one on me. He just dropped another one on me. Number four. This is number four to stop us living on this tree. We got to stop comparing our situation to everybody else's. We have to stop comparing our situation to everybody else's when you compare then you limit what god can do just for you you know it's like you place god in a box and only believe in what he has done for others right that's what he did for others and that's like your baseline right instead of believing what god can customly do for you <laughs> Oh, that blessed me. I need to say that to yourself. God can custom, he can do something custom made just for me. He can make a custom blessing just for you. Handmade. <laughs> oh, he, he, he's cut, it's custom made and it's handmade just for you. There is a custom blessing that he is going to do for you that he has not done for anyone else. Oh, thank you, God. I am believing in God to heal my husband's body like none other. And my prayer is he will be the first. <laughs> There's always a first, y'all. Y'all know that, right? That he will be the first to ever experience this type of healing, this type of blessing. And I am speaking it in the atmosphere right now. I am believing that God will honor my request just because. Woo, Jesus. I hope you're believing that for yourself today. I hope that you're believing that God can bless you just because, and you will be the first. God can do it just for you. Woo, I needed that. I needed that. I needed that. He can do it just for you. You can be the first to ever experience 
this type of blessing, this type of healing, whatever you need, you can be the first. But we got to stop comparing ourselves to other people and what we've heard. We've heard how God did things before. We've heard how God moved before, but no, we don't need, we don't need to hear any of those ways. We don't need to hear any of those things because God can custom make it just for you. <laughs> Ooh, I needed that because I need to get unstuck. Right? I needed it. I needed to get unstuck from focusing one, focusing on the unknown. Two, I need to believe only. I got to stop believing God and believing this, that, and the other. No, I'm going to believe the Lord only. Three, I'm going to hold on to his word. I am not going to let that word fall to the ground. Amen. And lastly, I'm going to stop, stop comparing my situation to others. And when I hear somebody else went through the same thing my husband went through, I'm going to renounce that in the name of Jesus because God is going to make a custom-made blessing for me. Amen. And so definitely, we got to bombard and discipline our mindset to focus more on who God is, who we are in him, and what he can do for us just because. <laughs> Woo, just because, guess what? God is able. Yes, he is. And so ask God for a just because blessing. <laughs> I love it. Woo, daddy, thank you just because. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above I can ever ask or think. Woo, woo, woo. Where did the time go, y'all? This has been good. This has been just what I needed. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. You know, there's a lot of things that are stacked up against us. A lot of us are going through some really tough times and serious situations. But guess what? God can do it just because. Amen. And so I'm telling you, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It is it's definitely time. We, we have to get off of the street of fear. Amen. God doesn't want us living on this street. Of course, you know, natural response is, is okay. But we can't stay there. Because we can speak to that mountain and that mountain can move in the name of Jesus. And God wants to do it just because for you. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do point A, get to point B and, you know, follow these steps. One, two, three. No, he can do it just for you. He can do it just because he loves you all you have to do is believe all you have to do is believe in him believe that god can do it for just little old you amen i definitely could not have make it make it without all of your support of the linus queen podcast remember to subscribe to this podcast and share a review i would absolutely absolutely love to hear from you until next time let's all live residue free in 2023 and walk in everything God has destined for you to be. Amen and amen.